Hey everybody, welcome back to another Cover B Graphic Novelties. That's right, we are coming at you hot and fast with more graphic novelty comment, Woo! Com content, comments, comments, and contents. Content of comments on graphic novels? Yes. <laughs> That's what I meant. Obviously. I totally knew where you were coming from. <laughs> Today we're bringing you a lovely and absolutely adorable little book called The Girl and the Glim. This was uh, created, written, and illustrated by India Swift. It is published by IDW, and it runs $12.99 USD. <laughs> S with line through it. <laughs> Girl in the Glim sees a young girl named Bridget moving to a new town. Her parents are therapists, and they have gotten work in this new town, so she is moving away from her old group of friends into a brand new life. She is a small, shy, quirky girl with a very active imagination, uh, and safe to say it doesn't go very well. The kids at this new school are absolute a-holes. <laughs> At least some of them. Like 99.9% 9 .9 <laughs> of them are a-holes. Even the, like, you, you see the, like, nerdy girl that you're like, oh, this is going to be the one she befriends. And then, like, you know. She's it, really extra. It, you know, that gives her the start of her friend group. And it makes her feel better about being bullied by Jove. Uh... Nope, she's also an a-hole. Everyone's an a-hole. Um, in the midst of being locked in a uh, storage closet in the library, Bridget finds herself out in the woods behind the school where she encounters some sort of horrible beastie. The beastie then erupts into multiple smaller beasties, and she runs away. Uh, she wakes up the next day finding a glowing... Adorable, cute, bright, light beastie chilling in her room. And that sets off the chain of events that will reveal to her that there's an entire world around her that only she can see. And she has to help her little glim buddy uh, save the day. And this is volume one. Yes. You said volume two is coming. They are aiming to have the release of volume two in 2023, which is good because I finished this book going, wait, no, it can't be done. I need more. I was, what yeah, happened? I was not prepared for this to be part of a story. It, it like, it's so cute and it's so well paced. And then you get to the end and it's like, cool. And now we'll start our adventure. And you're like, great. And then it's ended. And you're like, but but we just started. We just begun the journey. I want to start our adventure. I want to start it now. <laughs> this book is great. It's like if Pixar did something is killing the children. It's wonderful. It's, it's adorable. So uh, it, you know, falls into a lot of the typical tropes of kid moves to new school. You know, it, it's it's a familiar story that we've seen. Uh, but the art style is absolutely charming. The character is adorable. I love Bridget, and I want the best for her. Uh, there's a lot of intriguing kind of questions left unanswered um, to an extent where, it, like I said, the the nerdy girl seems like she may form into some sort of like side antagonist, possibly. Uh, who's to say? But 
Um, it's adorable. It's precious. I, I like too that the the pacing is so incredibly well done. In that, even though it's a graphic novel or, or a trade paperback, even could be considered because it's so episodic in not being episodic. Like mm-hmm. there are such clear breaks in moments in time. Like this is a circumstance, and then it resolves into another circumstance, and then it resolves into another circumstance. And and there's like an, a situation at the end that feels very episodic. Like it almost makes me feel like I'm watching a '90s Nicktoon. Like, mm. it's got that perfect flow of this happens and then we continue on with the story, but it seems like we've moved, we've progressed. Like, it's got that beautiful, very clear, linear progression. And I enjoyed the heck out of it. And I thought what was cool, too, is that this is made for, like, nine plus. So mm. it is a younger book. And, you yeah. know, we're always looking for those books that we're able to recommend for your young nieces and nephews. And this is a great one. Because it's, you know, it's a little edgy with some of the little spooky moments, but it's otherwise very cute, very easy to understand, quick to follow, quick read, well-paced. It's beautiful. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. It's, it, it's, it was really, really fun. Uh, and Swift's art does an incredible job of keeping the action going and feeling very, flowing very seamlessly through the more action-packed moments very swiftly (sighs) that's my job i saw the opportunity and i had to grasp it he's out here just jacking my steez but it's great it's it's a nice refreshing nice refreshing younger audience book yeah I would say it's all ages. It might be a little bit intense uh, action-wise, and some of the creature designs might be intense for some of the wee bitties. Younger, if you have a younger, younger reader uh, who doesn't handle kind of horror elements really well, uh, or bugs, spiders, that kind of thing, uh, then probably not. The bullying was really intense. Uh, if I had like one critique, I would say that. Swift went a little hard on just punishing her main character. <laughs> yeah, it was really aggressive. It, yeah, it you really, really feel for Bridget because she just gets just pounded by mistreatment. And like I said, basically every kid at this school, there's one kid who's nice to her, but we don't even really know what his deal is. Yeah. Um. It's it's I think and that's one of the big mysteries that lingers into the next volume is what is what is his part, his role in all this. But uh, the people at the school are just awful. They're just terrible people. It's true. I normally struggle with books or media that do the like punished for punishment's sake type main character, the like old school Steve Carell type you're getting kind of abused to maneuver the plot. I often struggle with that because I hate to see people that don't deserve it getting kind of the crap kicked out of them by life. Like that always really bothers me. I get really frustrated by that. Yeah, like And there is some of that. Basically every Ben Stiller movie. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That like circumstances that they don't really control, putting them in poor search situations where they can't like win. They just can't win. And that typically bothers me a lot 
Yeah. And that happens some in this, but it's balanced so well by Bridget's attitude and positivity and her relationship with the Glim and how adorable the Glim is and her feeling of like, I can do this. I don't need anything. Like, I don't need anybody. I'm just going to do it on my own. And it made it feel less hard to watch, if that makes yeah. sense. I think it, it has a good resolution, too. Yeah. Like, you know, and this is a bit spoilery, but there is that scene at the end where she's in detention and she's fighting with the big monster. Right. And just wrecking the classroom. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, in, in a lot of these sorts of main characters thrown into situations where, like, against their will, where, like, stuff gets destroyed and broken or they make a scene. And then, you know, that just results in them being made fun of even more. You right. know? This one actually kind of resulted in her, like, forming a connection with somebody. She did well. Yeah. She did it. She succeeded. You know? And there may be more repercussions that come from it, but it wasn't like the girl she was trying to help was like, you're weird and I hate you. Don't yeah. ever talk to me. And left. She was like, hey, it was cool of you to help me. Thank you. You're weird. But it was okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it. <laughs> you know, to its to its merit, even though it does kind of fall into that, like, that sort of circumstantial, situational type of character building and world building, uh, it has a decent resolution. So it seems like that's going to be the pace of it, is that, like, stuff's going to start working out for her, even though... You know, she's having to deal with this, yeah. these problems. The deck is stacked against her, but she's flipping the cards over one at a time. Yeah, yeah. So that is a positive, but it, it is really, it, it, I guess, kind of a trigger warning. If you've experienced, yeah. if you've experienced bullying, bullying, like, uh, this does hurt. <laughs> As someone who was bullied, it, there's moments where you're like, oh, baby. Oh. They do not, they do not hold back no. on bullying. It gets really, really intense. Just like everyone in the school is an a hole, and she's so cute. <laughs> and she's adorable. Yeah, so rude. But that said, that you know, uh, Swift does a good job, kind of representing what it's like to be bullied. You know, you mentioned Bridget's like positivity and stuff like that, but it's such a mask. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and they there's this really great sequence of kind of a montage of going through all these bullying moments, and she's just got a smile on her face. She's just like ignoring it yeah and you see that a lot like you see kids who are getting bullied just like become part of the joke you know (laughs) you got me because it's easier than trying to rally against it and it's sad to see but it's something that does happen and sometimes Uh, it does work i mean that's the thing too right like sometimes bullies are there because they want the negative response um so sometimes you're like if i put on a happy face maybe they'll leave me alone a lot of times it doesn't work and then it's just even sadder. But you yeah. see the attempt <laughs> a yeah. lot. Yes. Anyway, if you're being bullied, go talk to somebody. Tell somebody Tell about somebody. it. Uh, that's the best thing you can do. Absolutely. Get somebody, get somebody on your side. Anyway, really great book. It was really cute. Glam. India Swift uh, with Michael Duig doing coloring. Uh, wonderful, wonderful IDW twelve ninety nine. Go pick it up, uh, and we eagerly anticipate volume two. I want a glim plushie. 
I do want a glim plushie. Make me a glim plushie. <laughs> Somebody. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so get out and pick this one up. Yes. Uh, pick it up for your younger readers. Pick it up for yourself. Whichever. It's a perfect book. It's really, really good. It's very cute. It's very, very enjoyable. That's going to do it for us. If you want more episodes of Cover B, you can find them on our website at coverbpodcast.com. That's right. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at Cover B Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Try not to find any dark monsters in the woods and therefore set off a weird adventure of you doing embarrassing things while you fight invisible monsters that only you can see and otherwise have a good rest of your day. <laughs> uh... Yeah, what what he said. <laughs> and until the next one, as always, I have been Chris. This has been T, and it's you true. have been listening to, to Cover B. B. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>